0: yeah. my child, my flesh, blood, for all my darkness, you are light, for all my suffering, you are life. I don't know what I am, but I know I'm not yours.
1: Oh, but you are. strange new takes. I'm your host, Adam Bowen, and with me, adding tildes to their name are Nich Koenig? Is that how I pronounce it? Something like that, I'm pretty sure.
2: Emily Buwen Marler?
1: And Rudika Spicker.
3: I'm, I'm going to just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on. Welcome to the... Just... Don't want to offend anybody, any <laughs> of languages.
2: This is the cleanest opening we've ever had, ever, on one of our podcast episodes. So welcome to Strange New Takes. Today we'll be sharing a recap of Picard, Season 3, Episode 9, Vox.
1: <laughs> Follow Dicks. us on social media, that's at Strange New Takes, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter... Uh, Make sure to tell your friends about the podcast and uh, go ahead and do this yourself and also force them to give a five star rating on Apple podcasts. Uh, You can bribe them with food or something like that if you want to, and it'll help us uh, rise the ranks.
3: Or you can take control of them by uh, like Jack.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just use your transmitter. As always...
4: Make sure to watch the episode that we're about to talk about before you listen to this podcast. We spoil that episode. We're probably going to spoil a bunch of other things from Star Trek. Sometimes we have spoilers for other shows like Battlestar Galactica. Hey, that might be relevant today. Uh, So just be warned. There are spoilers in this episode of our podcast.
1: And as Emily said, we're uh, talking about the ninth episode of the third season of Star Trek Picard, Vox. Uh, it first aired on the thirteenth of April, twenty twenty three, uh, and it's written by Sean Treta and Kylie Rosetter. Uh, I I probably should have zoomed in slightly more. Uh, my eyes are slight, starting to fail me. It was directed by Terry Metalis. Uh, the in universe date is April sixteenth, twenty four oh one uh so with that uh i forget uh notch since you're actually here while i'm hosting am i supposed to talk about the episode summary now or am i supposed to go into strange new takes i, I to do the summary. episode
4: summary before the strange new takes but uh, we've gone back and forth it's okay They're... do whatever you want it's okay, your that, podcast today
1: yeah t- t- today i'm I'm going to do that and it's going to be extremely smooth so uh <laughs> a, a devastating revelation about jack alters the course of Picard's life forever and uncovers a truth that threatens every soul in the Federation. The final battle begins as Picard and his crew race to save the galaxy from Annihilation, but not without a gut-wrenching cost.
4: Is it really, are they saving the gal- the galaxy galaxy from Annihilation or is it just like Starfleet?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think, yeah, they're saving the, the galaxy from like having a, a good deal more Borg in them. I mean, maybe that would be better if if everyone could just w- talk with one mind and right. act with one will. Then there there would be no annihilation of the galaxy. Okay, uh, Alice Creage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, this seems like a reasonable time for us to just uh, go into our strange new takes. Uh, anyone have any takes for me?
4: Yeah. Um, wood stoves are very complicated to use. I'm in a cabin right now and I'm, I am have a wood stove and it's got like all these vents and things and, you know, you have a fire pit outside or even just a normal fireplace, you just light a fire and boom, fire. Wood stove, it's like open the bottom vent, then light the kindling, then put the wood, then close the vent, then open the other vent, then like do this, do that. mean, it's like, dude, it's, it's, it's a bit much. It's a bit much. Uh, with Star Trek, I'll just say that again, this is one of those episodes where like, the fan service overcomes the other issues that i have with this episode like i had some pretty fundamental issues until the last five minutes and then i was like i don't give a
1: shit They, they just have to show the enterprise D for like slightly longer and then you're like oh yeah 10
4: <laughs> yeah exactly like next next episode just give me a little bit of Janeway and Chakotay sitting in their chairs on Voyager and it's like 30 out of 10 I don't care <laughs> the rest of the episode could be like let's bring back. like the rest of the episode would be 45 minutes of Elnor talking about Ro- Romulan theology and I would still give it a 30 out of 10 if I saw Janeway sitting in her chair on Voyager
1: <laughs> uh I, I do know that uh, the the bit that I will tease from the, the what the ready room showed us is uh, we will see a lot more of the D uh, next episode, and oh, so yeah. I, I think it's pretty guaranteed Who, that we're going to be sure doing this pretty sure D that is? But I'm ready for it. It's the fat one. It's what we're talking about.
2: <laughs> I roll. Okay, so my strange
1: <laughs> new take.
2: <laughs> my strange new take for life is um you know it's really interesting to watch the states in our union battle over which state is the worst state in the union um Missouri's really trying hard so um anyway so yeah i'm just super ashamed of my state um yeah and my state it's i mean i i it's i don't even want to claim it as my state it's just that i've lived in this state longer than any other state so i guess by default there you go um and my strange new take for the episode um I had one, and then it flew out of my head when I started thinking about my disappointment in Missouri. Um, Let's see. What was it about this episode that I was going to say? Oh, so I have a tendency to not like when shows set up a big bag a big bad that seems completely insurmountable. Like this is the problem I have with Marvel movies Mm. or any superhero movies, you know, like the big bad is like, like there's just no way they're going to be able to defeat this. Right. Like no way. But, um, I told Travis and Travis is like, so how do you feel about this? Because that's kind of what they've done with this. I'm like, Oh no, they totally laid out how this is going to be overcome with a couple of lines early on in the episode. And so I think I'm, I don't feel like it's an insurmountable big bad. But it's also because it's Star Trek, and I forgive (laughs) Star Trek for a lot of things. I'm super biased, and I'm just gonna claim my bias and just say, "Well, if Star Trek does it, I'm okay with it because it's Star Trek, and it's gonna be okay." (laughs) So Riker's
1: uh, Riker is on the bridge of a ship. He can come in and save the day. Like that's we already know that's what's gonna happen. That's right,
2: And, and the answer is love. That is the answer. That's what's
1: going to win the day. I had a feeling that's that's the direction you're going. So yeah, uh, uh, excited to dig into into more of that a little bit later.
0: Oh, gosh.
1: All right.
3: Um, I'll go next. So for me, um, Emily, since you were saying you feel your state is the worst state, I think the worst state in the United States is the 51st state or the 52nd, the ones that haven't been kind of incorporated into the United States yet, you know, these uh, external states that are kind of there, but not there. And I won't rat hole in the conversation, but uh, there's, there's worse places in the world <laughs> in the United States, for sure. Oh, um,
2: yeah, it's just, there's, there are just some really awful people in positions of power in my state. So that's the, that's the, <laughs> the thing that I'm feeling particularly strongly right now. So,
3: yeah, yeah, it's, it's a tough, tough world we live in. Um, but in, in terms of looking towards the future and better things, I don't know if we talked about this before, and since I bring in our NASA updates from time to time, um, we have a crew selection for the four people that are going to go to the moon. Oh, yeah. And they're not going to land on the moon. They're going to go around the moon, um, which if any of you have watched For All Mankind, um, it's it's a theme that lingers through multiple seasons. Um <laughs> But yeah, this is a, you know, kind of a diverse crew. Our first woman um, who's gonna go to the moon, not necessarily land on it, unless they take a take a decision on the fly. Um, and our first person uh, of color, an African American, so that's really good. And there's two other white dudes, but that's okay because one of them's Canadian. That's nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, diversity. that's diversity. Yeah. So I think the stuff is picking up and um, if our listeners or any of you go to the NASA website, they're doing some good PR and there's some cool like posters, almost movie grade posters. Um, i'll I'll post a link in the chat for some of y'all to see um, as we go forward. It's almost like you know a poster for the movie interstellar, um, which is funny but um, yeah, uh, good stuff there. And then moving on to the the episode, and and since I've been missing for a bit, the last our listeners may have heard is me feeling really not so good about the season as a whole or the series as a whole. Um, I think I think the episode the season's gone for me like the episode the last episode went for you. it's like there's a lot of stuff. That I didn't like. Then it picked up a little bit. Then it started tanking. But those last five minutes, um, they they were really good. And I thought I'd take some rapid takes, um, on on like things that I've missed. So in terms of, uh, and I may not do this in chronological order, but in terms of, um, the crushers or at least Jack Crusher so far, nope, uh, not 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 taking it for me. Good backstory in terms oh. of. Uh, uh you know the intrigue uh picking borg versus parades nope i would have gone with parades any day I, i get it i get it's hard to connect it with picard but it shows like the show is so much just about him and his nemesis as opposed to anything else um in terms of uh the data and lore situation meh i feel killing off lore in this way was was weird i think it was a good good uh um, antagonist to keep on uh, and in terms of the <laughs> next generation or, or, or the kids basically being all crazy and psychotic as somebody who is uh, uh, an aged millennial, I like that I like that <laughs> <laughs> and and in terms of the Enterprise D, seeing it after Viridian 3 for the first time Yep, that makes up for everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I guess I'm just curious, like how how many minutes specifically do we need to have the Enterprise D in the next episode for it to just make up, and this becomes the perfect season of Star Trek for you?
3: <laughs> I think a whole episode is good
0: yeah yeah okay so we'll we'll just
1: we'll have like a split screen of like we can always see the outside of the d from like different angles while everyone else is talking and they're like yes amazing (laughs) cinematic achievement
3: (laughs) i truly feel it's the best ship in star trek i'll just see it
1: nice there we go uh good to good to stake a claim there uh so for my strange new take uh i've got a a chicken companion uh over here who has (laughs) been uh (laughs) Yeah, uh, I, I I can at least uh, have the everyone everyone who is uh, able to Aww. see the video of this, which is only four people, uh, <laughs> including myself. But um, yeah, I have a chicken who uh, uh, she seems to have hurt her leg. It's kind of dislocated or, at her hip. Oh. Yeah, and it it uh, it's not going to go back. So uh, every or you can put it back, but then it pops right back out. Mm-hmm. So poor uh poor girl. So. Uh, she's also got a bit a bit, bit of a sore throat from i th- we think she was allergic to some of the the painkiller stuff that she had so uh yeah she's just having a bit of a rough time but uh has been my my little chicken buddy uh for the past couple of weeks and will be at least for the next couple of weeks uh so yeah we'll we'll see how that goes for the episode itself um i mean I, everyone else has been uh having lots of lots of takes that that feel satisfying i think I'll go out and say, even though I felt like we were like hinting paw wraith, I was, I was definitely in the Pa wraith camp. I felt like the Borg were still going to be part of this. I thought that maybe uh, Jack was somehow the paw wraiths interfering with the Borg somehow or something like that. But um, the, I, I think what's, I, I think I actually prefer how this is going uh, to be honest, like the, while, it's interesting to have a callback to like gold Dukat and whatnot. I think the paw rates were one of the weakest parts of DS nine. And I like personally, like there are lots of, uh, I, I love gold Dukat having him get possessed by the devil and then fall into hell is a weird way to end the series. I, I know it's, it's very, uh, Ronald D Moore or whatever, but, uh, like, I don't, I don't know. So well- I, I, I think I, I'm, I'm okay with that not being, The thing that gets called out the most here
2: well and not to like go down the rabbit hole of deep space nine but also was fair i thought fairly weak writing the number of times they just had the prophets save the day like just disappear all the the whole fleet or whatever you know what i mean it just felt like like those the paw race and the prophets kind of made it a little i don't know the paw race at least made the prophets a little more interesting in some ways i think they came up with some stuff from that, but they should have not used red, they should have used green yeah. or something instead. Uh, like, there the, should have been a different color that me, they used. I, so, the I eyes. forget the,
1: the name of the episode, um, uh, but there's apparently a a, a bad episode of TNG with a, a little girl who has red eyes and shoots lasers from her hands. Uh, and I saw a post on Twitter saying this is what they're calling back to. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, go, go look that up for everybody. Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, there's, there's all our takes. Uh, and I think we're just ready to get digging in here. Uh, so a- as, uh, Notch was hoping that we wouldn't do, uh, uh, was just, uh, have the scene over again of, of opening that door. <laughs> uh, I, uh, the, the, the thing that was interesting to me is, is that, uh, they actually spliced in, uh, new footage uh from the uh sort of the reveal that we had last or the the bit that they showed in the ready room last week it was very different when it actually showed up in the episode so uh i mean we don't have bill here to give his take too, but uh notch how did that land for you
4: i thought it was okay like i didn't think it was bad i think what i would have wanted is if honestly when they opened the door it should have been just mist with like those little lasers coming out mm. with the board. you know like they oh my gosh. Start i just contact. i just yeah. i
1: literally just got
4: chills that would have been cool. when you said that that's that's what we should have seen and that's what like i i think i would have preferred that than like deanna waking up and then like interrupting the thing and then going back to like beverly and Jean Luc yeah. and then getting to see the end it was just like you could have just given it to us and then we'd have like it, not the anticipation wasn't needed
1: right we- well and i think what what's interesting is that it's uh it's focusing on the borg like as that uh like abstract collective instead of having the borg be sort of in individuals which i, I guess does get us still a little bit closer to the portrayal through uh the next generation where uh first contact was the the first time that we sort of think of the borg as more like oh they're just all subservient to their queen uh type situation uh i mean we're getting back into a a a queen at at, uh later on uh i'm hopeful we get to see her face uh uh next Mm -hmm. episode but uh yeah it's it's interesting how they chose to focus that
2: Any problem with the fact that, I mean, I just don't think that's a good counseling technique where you make a discovery about your patient and then you run away from your patient um, and just leave them screaming. What, what did you find? What did you see? Like that just seemed bad. I did. I, I was, I, I think that counselor Troy is a decent counselor, but I was questioning her abilities in that moment. I was like, you know, like the only thing that would, it seemed like, if that was going to be her reaction to something would only be if it somehow triggered something in her because of the death of her child. That's the only reason I could see her getting up yeah, and walking out yeah. like that, because mm-hmm. sometimes you, you know, you know that you're not supposed to process your own stuff with your patient or Mm -hmm, your mm -hmm. congregation or your whatever you know like like that's not how you do that but that's not what that was like anyway i just thought that was a little weird that she just ran away
3: security issue like she said right yeah but
1: maybe if she told him he'd like assimilate her (laughs) yeah yeah, i i I think it's uh at at least since it was like a security issue and not just like a your your kid's real screwed up uh (laughs) uh I can't deal with that. That's too, that's too uh, above my pay grade or whatever. Like that, that would have sucked. I, I, I think it is. Uh, I'm slightly satisfied with the explanation. I, I think it, it, it is going to be one of those, or at least the way that it landed that episode was kind of like a, no, you should have like, uh, been like, Oh shit that's the Borg. We need to like help you and like help you get, get through that kind of thing. Cause essentially they, they all caused him to yes. run away and then join the Borg. Yes. I think and- we're probably going to do a bit of a switcheroo where actually it was good that he went to the Borg, but like, we'll, we'll, we'll find out.
2: Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm, since you opened that door, I hope you don't mind if I just walk through it. Ha <laughs> ha. Like an episode. Um, but I feel like when Picard came to share with Jack, what mm-hmm. it was that that the, what this problem they discovered was, or what was going on with him, Jack was all set to be like, you know what? It, this is me adding thoughts to Jack's mind, but it was like, you know what? My dad is freaking Jean Luc Picard we can work together to figure out a way to defeat this. He has been able to defeat the Borg. He, you know, like we can make this happen. We can work together, which is why he said things like, um, but the Borg don't feel, don't care, but I do. So how does that factor into this? You know, like he, he already was starting to get the wheels turning. Like, like this doesn't have to be all bad. The fact that I am who I am, that you're my father and Beverly Crusher is my mother means that That we can we can find a way to defeat this. And then Picard totally shattered it by going with the protocols. And I mean, it was a heartbreaking scene because you then you have Jack saying, you know, like, what about the protocols of being a father? You know, and Picard realizes in that moment that he felt but he did everything possible to ensure that Jack would run away. And go take care of this himself, Um, which which was frustrating and heartbreaking. And anyway, yeah.
1: and it's an interesting reversal from because probably it's not the protocol to like uh, condemn everyone on the ship to death uh, because you want your kid to not get captured by this random person uh, (laughs) like seven different times throughout the the season. And for like this to I I mean, I do understand why Picard would probably value Borg related protocol above anything else. Uh, but it, it it is interesting seeing that reversal from him,
2: except in First Contact, he doesn't value the. he totally throws away the Borg related protocol because Starfleet did not want him to engage the Borg because they felt that he was too close and he yeah. shouldn't. And he totally went against what the protocol was or what they said he should do and went ahead and engaged because he knew that was the way. To handle yeah. it because he had that inside track, right? Which we find out now in this episode, why he had that, why he could hear and their maybe, voices. Maybe Starfleet was, well, I
1: mean, Starfleet would have gotten assimilated if I suppose if that yeah. hadn't happened, but the, there, there was a, they had a point like they, they and they, they didn't uh, uh it, maybe even if uh Picard knew now or it knew what he knows now in terms of like that, there are brain structures that he has that make him susceptible to the Borg maybe he wouldn't have uh uh gone back to earth and would have sort of stuck the the starfleet line so it, i i i think that this is a really interesting like lore dump that we got cuz it 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 casts a whole different light on a lot of different star trek that's happened since then
2: and maybe he would have remembered to take his injections so he didn't accidentally impregnate someone and create a baby board Sorry, that was a callback to Deep Space Nine, right there. <laughs>
1: anyway. There we go. Uh, we we don't have enough of those uh, in in this series, so we need to we need to have a few more. Uh, but yeah, so I I I will say I I thought it was really well done that we had a bit more uh, uh, of the like we we dropped a, a few hints about where. Jack's mind was going before we actually even opened that door, um, such as the, like, mentioning the purposeful and perfect and the, the shift towards, like, the colder uh, uh, skyline and whatnot. Uh, Rudy, I saw your hand up, uh, which is something that I'm used to seeing at, w- at work, uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call on you next.
3: <laughs> Why, well, thank you. Um, I-, I just had a very fundamental question, and maybe a comment in there as well. Why changelings? Or was it just to throw us off? Um, and <sighs> and honestly, in terms of Borg, right? Like Borg as as a as um, you know, a evil villain or mm-hmm. an entity that you're really afraid of, they've been diluted for a while in my mind, right? Uh, in, in the interactions, in the especially in last <laughs> season, Picard, especially they're like picking apart uh, cubes and um, all of that. And then I think this kind of dilutes the changelings themselves. Like, they're just sort of, you know, minions of the Borg, maybe, or not. So I don't It's wonder a faction if they of the have...
1: changelings, right? Like, it's a faction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, and probably uh, only like 10 or or so changelings because it, it didn't seem like there were that many files on the wall. I suppose she could well, have done it. Into I don't know. I,
4: I get the sense that it's a lot because she said that we're like, oh, day we've taken over like many different functions and stuff. You could it'd be like, the. Ro Ren, like the amount she was afraid, seemed to suggest that it was a lot of people. Yeah.
2: Mm. Well, and didn't it, didn't they make it seem as though changelings would have had to have somehow infiltrated the transporters of every ship? Like, what you know what I mean? Or was that, yeah, that because that's, of...
1: that's that's possible? And and I suppose she she did say that she has she's has the ability to give any changeling her powers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, there might have been a a lot more changelings in the Alpha Quadrant than we thought about. Uh, and she was yeah. able to kind of infect most of them or all of them. Um, and,
3: and and I feel they there are different kinds of like for the Borg, it's all about losing one's individuality. To uh, well, there's similarity in the changelings and the Borg in terms of that unity oh, and mind and all of oh, that, for right? Sure. Right, uh, but with the Borg, it's like the fear of having you know metal machine parts put into yourself and then losing your individuality with the changelings it's more like it's a little bit of uh you know smoke and mirrors and you don't know who's real who's not and anybody could be a change no one to trust so there's different ways of i don't know I, th- I felt like they tried to do both but it was i mean i know everybody caught the board pit there were so many easter eggs as you guys said in previous episodes mm-hmm. um but yeah i i would have loved for us to go down a path with the changelings, and hopefully they do that in the last episode. Again, it's a lot to do. Uh, maybe there's good closure at least.
1: Yeah, I, p- part yeah. of me is I, like I'm skeptical that they can somehow do this all in, in a single hour or something like that. Uh, right. But I, I guess we'll we'll find out. I, I think the thing that's interesting about involving both the changelings and the Borg is that uh, I I think I, I don't I don't remember if this was actually like ever confirmed, but it, it it's the like, we're clearly retreading the plot line that was set up in uh, Conspiracy. Uh, I think the thing is we just didn't want to go with the actual conspiracy bugs, uh, and maybe just because it, it's, a, it's a bit too cheesy of a um, uh, plot line that was sort of set up in that episode, too cheesy of no, an no, alien. No. I,
4: I actually have the original Picard Season 3 <laughs> script written by Michael Chabon. Um And what happens <laughs> is that Elnor... Goes with the USS Excelsior to the Edo planet and walks on some gardens <laughs> and finds out that the Edo have been infected by the conspiracy bugs and they grab him. Meanwhile, Picard is at the planet from Court of Honor. And... Angel
2: 1 in here, too,
4: somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then the crystalline entity comes in as well. I mean, it was great. Siobhan really knew what he was doing. I mean, it's a great
0: <laughs> Um,
4: In all seriousness, though, this is actually real. Uh, Terry Mattelis put on Twitter that the Girati Borg were Borg from an alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. So they're not the same Borg as the Borg. The, and he he used the word the real Borg. We're still in the Delta Quadrant after being poisoned by Janeway. Mm-hmm. Well, and,
2: and also doesn't um, I feel like uh, Shaw says something to that effect in one of the episodes. He talks about the real Borg still being out there, or that he makes and, yeah. Some he, sort he, of, he says that the, all remember. that stuff
1: that happened on the Stargazer or something. It, he, right. he dismisses it yeah, in some sort does. of way. Mm-hmm. I so I, I I think what's interesting though is that we like we're retreading conspiracy mm-hmm. to some degree. But I I think that the part of the intention of the Borg uh, was to was to like actually have that scary villain to to deal with that was and I think maybe there might have been hints that maybe the Borg were going to be the conspiracy bugs, we then decided that they were going to be like half automaton kind of uh, situations with hive mind. Uh, But then we also have the changelings, which are clearly capable of doing the thing that the conspiracy bugs did. They can replace people and uh, take over their identities and and infiltrate Starfleet and whatnot. So I just think it's at least interesting that we used both of them in order to sort of cover the tracks of the uh, what? the conspiracy bugs like wanted to do. So I I think there's there's I'm at least satisfied in terms of like story closure and like out of user universe explanations for this uh where it's like, "Oh, yeah, that makes sense to me." So, good job everybody. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> uh I, I think probably makes sense for us to uh uh go forward a little bit. So, we I mean, we have talked to maybe it's it makes sense for us to stick a little bit towards the uh following jack before we kind of uh talk about everybody else so uh we have uh uh, jack does his his bit of escape and then he actually just like gets uh into a shuttle and arrives at the mysterious like red cloud place uh and we we see the borg uh i i guess uh how, how uh how do we feel about the the introduction of the Borg Queen, like actually getting to talk to her a little bit.
2: Totally knew it was Alice Creed. Like, I mean, like no doubt about it. The second she was talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, did they get her? That's awesome. And I didn't actually know for a fact until Adam, you took a picture of the. Of the oh yeah, the um, the, the post credit or yeah, the, the title yeah. scene,
1: title sequence, or yeah, which is at the end of the episode, but.
2: But I just knew it had to be her
4: yeah I'd be curious to understand whether they wanted Annie Worshing first and because of her death they couldn't like do the ADR or whatever it'll also be interesting to see who's mm-hmm. actually playing the queen right. on video versus because they filmed this yeah. at the same time as season 2 so, so theoretically they could, they, used, could mm-hmm. they could have used Annie Wershing we don't know um, when we see her next week we'll, we'll find out more I guess uh, yeah. there has to be a reason that they're not showing us the face so yeah. it's going to be interesting to see um, I loved hearing Alice Creese's voice again. I was really hoping that they would again. Like, I'm hoping for even more fan service. so they'd be like, oh, "Brave right. words, I've heard them before yes. from thousands of feet. The cl- yes. thousands <laughs> of <planets. laughs> Anyway, whatever you know. Um, but yeah, I would have. I would have loved that.
1: Yeah, I it, 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 with with Alice Creese. Yeah, I, I I will take any possible uh, callbacks that we can have because that movie was incredible yeah. Uh, yeah so i i guess um i feel like her 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 other names that she had for him were uh sounded pretty dumb so i'm glad that his name isn't regenerati uh or poor day uh but uh yeah shout out to a weird scandinavian translation of uh the latin folks so what is uh
4: <laughs> what was that what was that dude in in discovery season one called volk or... Oh yeah,
2: oh yeah, huh?
4: W- was it In, was it it was it was V voc- O Q? Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what the Borg Queen is gonna do. She's gonna turn him into Ash Tyler. And <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, weren't we joking that we thought it was probably something similar to that anyway? Where he yeah. it was, you know, like maybe he was. Although I th- the thing I have to say, I'm glad that he actually is Beverly and Picard's son. I was going to be yeah. mad oh, yeah. if they took that <laughs> it's away. Another, you know? It's actually
4: Data and Borg Queen's kid from First Contact. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> uh, and, and Emily, you had noted, you had uh, put some stuff in the notes uh, about uh, some connections here on, like, how how Jack was talking about his father and the uh, the Borg Queen was describing humanity. Do you want to dig yeah, into that a little bit? Yeah, she made...
2: So, um, I, I feel like uh so you remember the title the season one title sequence was like the shattered glass kind of was, oh yeah yeah was present in there and it was like Picard was kind of shattered and then being pieced together or I don't mm. know anyway I can't remember exactly how it went but they had that in the I'm pretty sure that was season one that wasn't yeah that was season, or i don't remember what the, they, did they for also had two. glass
1: shattering in, in season, season two, two which was related to like the Yeah, the garden room or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. so
2: um, I just found it interesting that um, that the Borg Queen makes the comment about why the changelings and the Borg partnered up to do this. It was to take everything back from those who live like shattered glass. So I just thought that was an interesting Mm. phrase to use. Um, And then I feel like Jack's illusions of his father were shattered um, when he went with the protocol like he thought. I'm going to be able to do this with my father. And then he felt like his father betrayed him and that kind of shattered him. So anyway, I just felt like they were kind of pulling on some, some themes that maybe were laid out. If they weren't laid out in the storylines of um, the first two seasons of the Picard, they were laid out in the title sequence.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I think that that's an interesting, uh, interesting connection to the title sequence. Cause I, I would have never connected that. So yeah, that's cool. Uh, I, I think probably we have this is a decent place for us to go ahead and uh have a break and then we can get back and uh talk more about kind of the rest of the stuff that happened in this episode saucer was retrieved from viridian 3 so as not to influence the system i've been restoring
0: it bit by bit over the last 20 years engines and the cells come from the uss
1: syracuse strange Seeing it makes me feel.
0: You're not the only one, Data. Then obviously we can't use the Enterprise E. That was not
1: my fault. Well, welcome back. I forgot if I was supposed to say a thing. Uh, I feel like I just say welcome back and then we just start talking. So that's a
2: theme for this episode.
1: There there we go. That, that's that's what's going to happen. Uh, so, yeah, we, we've we've dealt with the Jack stuff. We we talked about the board Queen. Uh, I think uh, next obvious thing for us to talk about is just uh, Frontier Day. So we uh, warp in uh, to the soul system, Sector 001, uh, and we're going to do something. We're gonna uh, see how
2: stupid Starfleet is. <laughs> I mean, good God, that whole see I know I just jumped ahead. Sorry. Well, what would you think of it. the Enterprise F? Did you all like the Enterprise F?
1: It's got it's got some enter- it's got some Enterprise. It's it's a it's a bit of a fat one itself. Uh, yeah. I, I I think I let's I hear like it for the, fat ones. Yeah,
2: it, anyway.
1: it's I, I like that it's it's got a. Um, a it, like it's go, going in the opposite direction of the enterprise e and i thought that's it's kind of a cool cool design for that like well, I having feel like just it kind like of a, married
2: the enterprise e and voyager and i don't know like the huge it star drive
1: section and whatnot <laughs> so the I, huge d the huge d uh, <laughs> yeah it's uh i i i think i think it's worthy uh, it's a worthy uh design uh and it, it's it's one of those things like i i know that that comes from uh I think it's the Odyssey class in uh Star Trek Online to my oh, yeah. uh, recollection. Um and I I I am I'm, I'm kind of impressed with like how well the uh the Star Trek Online ships have like translated into being used in Picard and whatnot. So yeah. props to all those ship designers and glad to see your work getting uh, a bit more uh callouts. Are you excited so, because you
3: think it's going to it's going to crash and be destroyed in the next
4: episode. <laughs> <laughs> so so look, let me let me let me express a few feelings about the fleet, okay, as a whole.
0: It is good
4: we did not go with the carbon copy control C control V fleet from the first season.
0: Yes. <laughs> On the other
4: hand, it's kind of like now that there are there's like two versions of starfleet within like 10 years or whatever. It's got they just messed up the continuity. So this is me saying, "Star Trek, get your shit together and like figure <laughs> out what the fleet is actually composed of." And next time you're creating a control C control V situation, maybe don't maybe cheap out on something else. Uh, so I'm glad they didn't do it here. The other thing I'll say is, it's a very small fleet.
2: Yeah, I was thinking that. Well, that, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> I mean, because I, I started thinking I thought it was pretty stupid for the whole fleet to be together in one place. That just seems like it's kind of like when you have oh, the yeah. State of the Union, you make sure there are a few key people that don't attend the State of the Union. You know, so all the people aren't in the same place at once. Um, so it seems to me like it would be a good idea to not. Who's guarding
1: out. the neutral zone? <laughs>
2: right. Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: there's so, kind of not a Romulan Star Empire ish, I think. Yeah, But oh, there's right. other
2: there are other people.
1: <laughs> so right. so it, I mean, it, but it, it's uh, at least like in the in terms of th- this might be like the safest time in the federation uh until they uh, show how industry. stupid
2: they are yeah <laughs> with yeah their integrated ship system do they know nothing about viruses yeah but like
1: or... from, from no, no, their no, no, understanding no, we don't, we don't even have to, to go the... that
4: abstract we have to go to the fact that they had control in discovery yes. Yes. They had the link stuff in Prodigy which happens like 10 years or 20 years before yes. this. It's not like ancient history either. Yes. Like control. <laughs> and haven't they watched any Battlestar Galactica? Like this is how the Cylons destroyed the the human fleet in yeah. the first episode of that season.
3: Mm. So it's like do you do I, you think yeah. one of the writers is is actually like a leftover uh, enemy from the future who's come back and he keeps trying to introduce these concepts <laughs> like Linkage, <Lincoln. laughs>
1: which don't work. He's oh, but- you know, turning us against it because we see it go awry and so often in Star Trek.
2: I mean, I do love that uh, Riker totally calls it out like, wow, to hear such Borg like stuff come out of Admiral Shelby's mouth is pretty rich, you know, like, <laughs> like the which and that was kind of a cool thing that they had Shelby back. Mm. I thought that was cool that she was the one um, that I mean, she's an admiral, but that she yeah, was yeah. the captain of the Enterprise and that right? um, pretty killed her. I know yeah, they yeah. Did kill shout yeah, out yeah. to all our Black. guest
1: stars Black. that we we just we bring you back and say hey, name drop you and then murder you immediately. So well, they did that
2: with Roe too. So yeah, at least her Do death we, had a little more meaning to it. But
1: yeah,
2: is she really
3: dead though? We just saw two phaser holes
0: in her. In the video. Yeah, I, we, <laughs> we've
1: been showing the, those phaser holes to show like that that thing was set to kill. Yeah. Uh, so I and th- I think that like two two kill shots into her chest cavity. I feel like no That's no no you know e-
4: edward dauntis Sung was on that ship with another golem and so <laughs> <laughs> we got shelby back soon in a cybernet body I, star trek shelby
2: <laughs> um well and also the fact that you have the the newly assimilated borg um saying what do they say you know uh destroy the unassimilated or whatever they're saying you know i mean so clearly clearly eliminate all unassimilated unassimilated.
0: why Uh, weren't uh, they uh, assimilating uh, them uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) serious and and actually that was a travis thought that travis hit this episode lost him when he felt like it went down a doctor who doctor who direction you know he was like what what are they doing this is like the cybermen all just showed up (laughs) okay
4: can I can I now start critiquing? Can I can I dig let's, in? Let's, I thought go, you'd f- let's go. Let's go started. for it.
1: Well, well, can, end, it, can we'll end, I do like the and knife.
4: Yeah, here we go. Okay, here here's my knife twist. So, organic transceiver. It yeah, stretches credulity a little bit, but hey, really cool actually. Like I like the idea of the Borg playing the long game,
0: mm-hmm. and
4: I like how it's basically taking Picard's past and like bringing it to some sort of like current present. Like it, it's it's a neat idea. How did we go from that to, like, everybody's faces turning black? This is, like, the the Borg from last season all over again. Like, it, we we don't need you to have, like, it be, like... We don't need this visual cue. Like, we can <laughs> trust the viewer to know that the younger-looking people have been taken over. Like, we don't need them to, like, have black eyes and, like... Like an organic transceiver doesn't mean that you can program a human body to create nanoprobes. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I, uh, like, uh, we uh, uh, Troy could have uh, like she she talked about how she was never gl- never happier to see a bunch of wrinkles. Uh, she could have just said I'm ne- I've never been so happy to see people who don't have black eyes and like black tendrils crawling through their uh, blood vessels. Yeah, and 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 the bored dialogue in this episode
4: was straight. Freaking garbage, like garbage. Okay, this whole eliminate all assimil- unassimilated stuff, like yeah. that. Like if you told me like they had brought like Michael Shabon back to write that, I would be like, yeah, for sure. That sounds exactly like something that I would hear in Picard season one. Um... <laughs> Dang. I... Oh,
0: <laughs> no, I'm sorry.
4: Like it is. This is like Ner- Narek Narissa level crap. Okay, and I'm really sorry. Like I. I tried going along with it and it like, was yeah.
3: You know, you know who's who's directing or writing all of this, right? It's Bigard himself. He always hated kids right from the beginning. He didn't want he didn't want Wesley crusher on the bridge. They Didn't
2: listen to him like
3: so many decades ago
2: this is totally the boomer millennial fight taking place on screen it's like that that rivalry that
1: we especially considering that it's it's under 25 that's what boomers think millennials are even though we're all old now
3: no no (laughs) it's it's millennials hitting gen z that's what i think it is because we're old now
4: oh god
1: I mean, it is, okay,
4: so so it is creative how they, like, make the idea of all these old, like, you know, in, in the old TOS movies, they're like, why are all these old people, like, going and, like, solving problems? <laughs> like, there's, like, and it's just one of those, like, random questions that hangs out there, and you, like, don't train your credibility. It's like, it's fine. It's kind of nice for them to, like, introduce a way that it's, like, kind of good that they're old
1: into yeah, the stories. Yeah. So I like mm-hmm. I like
4: that. I also, Okay. I like the idea of this insidious transporter change. The only problem is it now clearly shows that the transporter is a murder machine that kills you every time you use it (laughs) because it's not even you on the other side. It's like whatever the transporter creates you as.
1: You know what's gonna happen yep, though. Right? I would there's never no... step on the foot in that thing. I I would be uh, <laughs> taking the shuttle everywhere. Yeah, uh, uh, McCoy had it had it right. <laughs> I was I was gonna say there's probably like a
3: McCoy cult on Earth somewhere that's never used it before, and that that knowledge is being passed down uh, generations, and they're gonna save the day. <laughs> um, and and that, that the security officer on the Enterprise NXO one. I'm sorry, I forget his name. Right? He didn't like Malcolm
1: that. Reed. Reed, right? He
3: didn't like it either.
1: I think How I think you... most people didn't like it because it, it it was still only officially something that you like transported vegetables and whatnot with, uh, and not, uh, not for usual human consumption.
4: That's why vegans hated it because it kills vegetables.
3: <laughs> <joke. laughs> um, what did you go ahead. What did you feel about the the formations uh, of the ships? It was giving me a little bit of like homeworld vibes of like ships yeah. like. The big one in the, the center and Little ones lining up. And I, th- they're all I think gonna
1: they... Go and... I, I've seen... It reminds me... I th- Sometimes they write out, like, Borg as if Borg have a language, and it looked to me like that. There's lots oh. of, like, circles with, like, ups and... Uh, up and down strokes. Mm. And so I, 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 I... I'm not sure if that was what they were intending to call back to, but I, that's what it looked like to me.
2: I mean, it definitely looked like they were trying... They chose... They chose those formations for a reason. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely. I I got the same thought, Brody. Like, what are they trying to show with that?
3: So they don't shoot at each other when they all shoot at the space dock at once, maybe right? Yeah. Line of sight. <laughs> That's that space dock's done, man. Yeah, it's.
1: Uh, I mean, like, like uh, not so that like it's a it's a relatively small fleet, but like, uh, I mean, even the uh going also into Star Trek canon like apparently the Enterprise like the original Enterprise although not not the NX-01 but just the uh, 1701 Enterprise was capable of uh annihilating uh an entire planet's surface uh so th- there's enough firepower in this fleet to just completely devastate Earth uh and any other planet um so yeah yeah i mean uh,
4: i'll just add one more point um going back to like why is the fleet there i it really does strain credulity like the whole frontier day like we're gonna bring the fleet together i don't think they've done a good enough job of explaining why this was all why it made sense mm. and so
2: unless um, it was a changeling infiltrated yeah, I, I up at I the think top that made the decision of having, hey, why don't we have this great frontier day? Okay. You know, anyway, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, so basically, they all must have the humans them.
4: have been like, have been like, no, this is a bad idea. But like, the changelings <laughs> have enough control that, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah,
0: I, 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 I,
1: that's <laughs> the way that I've been kind of reading it is like the the they replaced like the entire admiralty uh, and. Uh, yeah anyone who would have had authority to sort of say like uh no has been like somehow dealt with
2: and it really feels like this like they've been playing the long game because they've gotten this it's been long enough that they've been able to integrate and synchronize all of the systems so that they could you know so there Mm -hmm. this is this is something that's been in the works for a long time and they're just now being able to execute it for frontier day so they had
3: like they had like a bunch of Caprica Sixes like go and seduce a bunch of guys Baltars.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Who would be the guys Baltar of Star Trek? Uh, Barclay? Picard's dad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, and his long lost brother, uh, Bashir. <laughs> 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 <He looks similar. laughs> they totally
4: do.
3: They really do. They really do. A Barclay with a guys Balter Complex would be really powerful. I'd watch that show. That's actually a good call out. Barclay's too innocent and righteous.
1: Yeah, it it, it is. It, that is sort of the interesting thing about his character is like he, he, he could be incredibly dangerous if he like was like slightly more together on like what his possible plans are and whatnot.
4: So here's one theory that I have. So as we we're talking about other people from TNG that haven't appeared yet what if lower Decks, and i got this straight from um reddit by the way so yeah thanks to whoever posted it on there what if lower Decks wasn't kidding around when they said that um when they showed in the far future uh crap miles
2: miles o'brien
4: miles o'brien is the greatest star <laughs> starfleet like person of all time what if he's the one who comes back next week to fix the <laughs> transporter
1: I
2: believe it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh,
1: yeah, it, it's it's one of those things where, like, it, it's it's a great joke, but I would l- love every single moment of it.
2: I mean, it makes I total mean... sense. And then, we, and then we would finally have a character from Deep Face 9 also that makes it appear. I mean, he'd be a TNG yeah, character. Yeah, besides, but like, also... a picture
1: of one of them and, and whatnot. Right. I mean, so, they've had yeah. plenty
2: of references, but poor DS9. They have not pulled any of the cast from DS9
1: yeah it's 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 like uh i mean i i can see him showing up i can also i i since we're having the the borg queen come back i i do want to get have jane white come in and kick some ass uh at some point next episode yeah. i i'm starting to lose faith that that she's gonna show up though i know uh, they just
2: name drop her and don't ever bring Well, her the, they, they
1: they've only although the 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 uh in in what maybe. Is a actually a clue? She's been mentioned in seven of nine episodes so far, so that the, there oh. is there is a, a a nice circularity to that. So, uh, well, maybe oh. th- I don't know if that makes it more likely or less likely that she's going to show Damn. up.
4: Damn! <laughs> oh, Terry Matalas is a genius. <laughs> Genial he listens media, to
2: this, so this podcast, he, right? He listens to us, right?
4: No. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. He engages a lot of Twitter stuff, by the way. Like he is like he
2: perpetually
1: on Twitter. Uh, I like I, it. actually He's...
2: speaking of seven of nine. So does Jerry Ryan. She's she's yeah. Does I mean? She it, they, they, they've got
1: to get that uh that Star Trek legacy made. Which uh I mean, this this season has convinced me that like I I must have that. Like that that is the thing that I want. Throw mm-hmm. throw uh, section thirty one of the and maybe the trash. Elnor
2: could be on it since they didn't kill him off in the Excelsior. To, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
1: I pointed out to the uh, to uh, all of you uh, in our Slack channel that uh, that Elnor was totally dead, uh, but. Apparently, Terry someone at, read at Terry that because he's City. on our. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <sitting>. <laughs> yeah, we invited him to our Slack, so uh, uh, he he then made sure to call out call that out in on Twitter, <laughs> and said that El Laurel's not on the USS
4: Excelsior, so he's a, he's he's ostensibly
1: alive. Yeah, he's sword killing some random people somewhere. Choose peace, uh, my friend, or whatever he speaking... says. Choose. Cho- <laughs> yeah. Choose life,
4: yeah. or yeah. Choose life, yeah, something like that.
2: Speaking of um, just, like, characters call out things, this doesn't have anything to do with Fleet Formation or Frontier Day, but I just have to mention two great Data moments before, I know we're getting ready to go, you know, we'll probably go to, like, one of the big reveals that happens later in the episode, but I loved the moment between Picard and Data (laughs)
1: Oh, my God. When he's yeah. like, you know,
2: should I say something comforting? And Picard's like, I that's a really difficult, you know, I can't imagine that there's anything that you could say. But, oh, the moment when he puts his hand on oh my Picard's God, yeah, shoulder I'm... and both of their faces. And I was like, oh, this is a moment they've never been able to play yeah. between these two characters. And it was beautiful anyway. Yeah. The, the, oh. that,
1: was the, that was the moment that, because we, we were talking last episode uh, about how we weren't sure, like, the point of integ- like what what how is this data different and this episode absolutely showed that and yeah you all d- definitely teared and- up at that moment
2: you all missed me because i you didn't like the integration of data and and lore last week, and I was like, I wish I was on there with you all because yeah, I actually did it right like it, left. and I appreciated the little, I appreciated the little bits of humor that got thrown into things. And you're like, this is your pissed off security system. I thought that was funny. Anyway, I was loving it. So, um, I think you would have upped your scores a little bit if I'd been on the rest of that podcast. But <laughs> um, but the other thing I loved about, um, I loved when uh, when the forge was like can you be a little more optimistic? <laughs> I hope we die quickly. <laughs> that was just That's great. Good.
1: That was really good. Uh, yeah. So uh, we, it, I mean, we're, we're getting to the point. We, we just, we just got to mention it. So uh, we, with things, things come to that culminating point of we, we, uh, Uh, we have the last bit of uh, Shaw being able to use like uh, a call back to his past where he's uh, sort of a maintenance officer and whatnot. And he is able to get the the crew onto the maintenance deck. And yeah, he, he gets shot after uh, for some reason, looking at Picard and telling him to, to uh, go instead of looking forward and keeping, keeping on shooting at people. But uh, I think he did it on
2: purpose. He was pissed. That seven didn't blow the um didn't blow the turbo lift when he gave yeah. that order because he wanted to die for his crew so that they could live. And he finally got the chance to do it, at yeah. least for the crew that were still un- unassimilated, you know, that, and that's why he was calling out each of the each of the people like, you know, Riker. And you know, I mean, he was mm-hmm. like naming each of them, like, you know, yeah. get on that shuttle. Um, He wasn't about to leave that ship. Yeah, I don't. And I, I think this was his chance to have some peace with the fact that he was the one who was chosen to leave before and so he finally got the chance to be able to pay that forward I guess in a yeah. way
1: for for however sad i am that like uh Shaw's dead that was the way to have it go, have him go i think uh like it it does it does like resolve his character and and it 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 like brings things full circle in a in a great way there
4: but this is real all over again right we have a great character yep. that- let yeah. it's a new character. We want to keep alive. Like, it'd be great to see him again. And they kill him.
2: Picard yeah. kind of does new characters dirty. Like they don't the show, yeah. not not the yeah. character Picard, but the, the show does not. And, and I was disappointed that now maybe there's going to be some way that Seven and Raffi are able to really help resolve what's happening with them being left behind on the Titan. But I was also really disappointed that they weren't like, they just made it so convenient that only the TNG characters are the ones that get to go to the yeah, enterprise D and any, I was just like, Oh, it would be cool to see other characters interacting in that space with them as well. And having it not just and, be the TNG. And characters. I think
1: that's part of why I I want there to be, I, I want Jane Lee to show up and have it to be somehow that that gets the connection in with seven of nine and, and Raffi and whatnot. And we can have, uh, like maybe they all get to the uh, space dock or something and, and pull something there. But uh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's uh, it is a, it is a fabulous point that it, it's just like, the, it, it, it has got to be so hard to create new characters that can really hold, uh, hold up against the TNG cast. And Shaw was absolutely one of those characters like he, w- he was fully able to uh, pull his own weight there mm-hmm. and uh, same with Rios so mm-hmm. boof
4: yeah it just felt like there's so much mo- so many more stories you know mm-hmm. yeah. and we won't get them which I mean yeah uh, we'll see maybe maybe there is going to be a Joseph Elton Johnson on the Titan with another golem it's <laughs> show sure show all three. Just Every ship has a Golem now. It's like a named character dies, we need to like revive I mean, them.
1: We we do have 7 of 9. She does have nanoprobes. Yeah, she could awesome. resurrect. So I I I think it's it's at least if if like they he could show up later on. I think he is dead uh and it's he, possible that he'll never he'll never show up, but like it it is possible.
3: Are you saying he's going to be 8 of 9?
1: yeah and, and it's 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 possible that he will uh 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 yeah he, he, i mean he we have also got the possibility he could go onto the black mountain uh so yeah there's there's a lot of possibilities that could could bring us uh, shaw back
3: i mean the tricky part is all i'll say here is firstly yeah um not okay with shaw dying uh i think there is appeal in killing off characters that Draw emotional attachment to the audience, right? A lot of shows have done that over the last five, ten years. Oh, for sure. And the problem with Trek is the Trek audience, and therefore the writers, they there's value in in established stars that people have grown up with, and all of that, right? So they're gonna kind of hold on to that, mm-hmm. um, and they need to introduce stars in shows that can go forward and connect into newer shows because otherwise, they're always introducing newer people. And sometimes that doesn't stick, right? We've seen that a lot as well. So you know that a lot of the cast from the TNG, all of them, are not going to be in other shows, right, necessarily, or most of them. So a character like Shaw is really powerful because there's no background in Pike or Spock or some kind of legacy that's existed for decades. But I think it's one of the most powerful roles we've seen, interesting roles we've seen in Trek over the last you know, a few years. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And they take that away because, and then they leave themselves with the task of rebuilding that. And
1: Mm -hmm. um, it's hard to do. I I I think the one thing that I do appreciate though, is that we're, (laughs) so much of star trek is uh hey remember this character that was totally here the entire time and everyone is real good friends with them let's learn about their backstory so that we can kill them at the end and we'll feel sad uh and i i at least appreciate that they were that they they built him up over the entire season so that we like could get that uh like character payoff and and whatnot and uh uh, I, I feel like at least this season, even though, I mean, we've been killing off all the guest stars, uh, but uh, for the new characters, we have been sort of giving them their their moment to shine and sort of uh, continual building up over the course of several episodes.
4: Uh, you, so- you didn't like it when uh, a few episodes ago on the bridge when Badek was thinking who to kill Taveen shared like there was all those long dialogue between Tavine talking about how much he loved Vulcan now was about to be betrothed to another person and
1: yeah uh yeah if this was if this was uh, almost any other star trek series they would have absolutely They done would that. have
2: killed Mura because we just found out that he yeah, has a yeah. son who loves him and so that's yeah, who they would so have Yeah so
1: I, I did think that, that that was a nice touch is is we introduced us to to people who like actually didn't get killed and mm-hmm. and whatnot. um but uh, now, now they're bored. The uh, yeah. so, <laughs> so, so they're they going to be killed in the next episode, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I th- I think with with that we're ready to just go on and uh, get to the big reveal that they've been uh, trying to hide from us for uh, the entire season. Uh, so, uh, at what point did you all feel like we were going to see the Enterprise D, like? Was it the moment that you saw that space dock or uh how how was it hitting people?
2: Might have been a moment after that. I knew it before they showed it, but
1: Is it bad that I wanted them to take
4: Voyager?
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's gonna well, be the end of uh star trek janeway uh will be what, uh, what if all, the, like, all
4: the crews came back like the voyager crew showed up in another shuttle they took voyager yes. then the deep Space yes. nine people came and they took the defiant
1: and then we have a nice
2: mashup of all of the theme songs from the three
1: shows <laughs> wow well, oh my goodness well uh Rudy, just let me know that uh, uh you you got drop off here so we might as uh rather than what we did to Emily where she just like disappeared you want to give us a, a your rating and then w- we might continue on a little bit but uh go ahead and give us give us your little summation here
3: sure and um so enterprise d like not said thirty on ten um, the rest <laughs> rest of it I think I will give it uh a contingent 7.5 on 10, based on how the final episode shows up, right? Like there's there's lots depending on how they close it out. Um, yeah, let's see how it goes. I think they were trying to do a lot here. Uh, some of the stuff didn't resonate with me, but uh, there's always potential to close it out well. 7.5 Enterprise Ds. Enterprise, D- <laughs> Enterprise Ds <laughs> out, of, out, of, out of
4: 10. 7.5 inches of D, what? Hey. I, I, I was gonna go with D's with
1: these, D's these nuts, but uh that's that's also acceptable. Oh Lord. <laughs> oh,
4: that's so
1: good. That's so good. Let's go up with the ship design. Uh <laughs> moving back to Okay, yeah, uh, going back in time. I it well, Going listener, back in time you...
2: before Notch said that. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, dear, dear listener, you will find out whether I actually edited this uh so that he appears to uh give that later. We'll find out. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so uh we 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 get that uh Jordy talks through that he has a been working on a surprise. Uh it sounds like the uh the rest of y'all were were just sort of uh you uh, once the door is opening was sort of when when the yeah i might have been right before that because we i had
2: that thought i was like you know the saucer section was pretty much intact on viridian three so yeah. i think that i think that it was possible it it seemed like it could be a possibility that that would be the ship that they would
1: mm-hmm. yeah i i'll, I'll admit that I, I i was robbed of that moment because i uh I, th- I think this was, uh, early in the season, uh, LeVar Burton had, had uploaded a, a picture of himself on, uh, as his like Twitter background, I think, uh, where it had the enterprise D bridge like background behind him. Mm. And then he took it down. Uh, and then I also just read various people sort of theorizing like, well, the Viridian three, like we, we could just attach it to a different, uh, different star drive. Uh, so, I I maybe had had different levels of like feeling like it was definitely going to happen or not. Um, But yeah, it it still felt great to see that ship uh, get lit up and uh, have us get to get to go in.
2: And wow, did it ever show us how bad the lighting is on the Titan? Enterprise D. I was like, wow, I can see everybody and see like their hair color and and like <laughs> all the yeah, features.
1: I've I've seen uh, other theories that uh, uh, Starfleet is infiltrated by the Terrans uh, because <laughs> all of the ships <laughs> are just are so dark, dark and you can't yes. see anything. Um, well,
2: it's like when they went to the movies, they uh, they darkened everything up. You know, I mean, if you look at yeah, Enterprise even D, generations, yeah, uh, going to yeah. Generations, you know, they changed it, but. Oh goodness.
1: Yeah, it it, it was I I, I just it, it was a great opportunity for us to get some good jokes in. Uh apparently uh Worf, uh destroyed the Enterprise E or something. <laughs> uh, which actually is so I I I was looking up a little bit to see if, if that if there was any hints as to what had actually happened to the Enterprise E. Uh, apparently it was in supernova part 1 and 2 uh, from star trek prodigy uh so one of the ships that we saw there was the enterprise e i assume it was uh uh visible on uh sort of in one of the one of the shots i certainly don't remember it myself but uh, i, I it's a, it seems that um after the protostar is destroyed the enterprise e is seen wrecked with numerous gashes in the hull and it's completely dark but somewhat intact so whether that qualifies as its we can't use it anymore. I don't know, but uh, that's a that's a it. The last time we've seen it uh, in canon, at least, uh, wasn't it wasn't in good shape. I don't you know see how that
2: was how that could even be attributable to Worf, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like that, they would even look well, at he, him. It's possible that.
1: that he was captain, but uh, he
2: he wouldn't have been. He's not really been part of Starfleet. Like he kind of left
1: in in the, in the at least in the tie-in novel uh, for for picard which is i i got so depressed and i couldn't finish reading the book uh because it, it, it it's just like i i've mentioned it before it's just like it is about the romulan star empire like destroying itself on purpose and that's just like not a and, and then like uh geordi gets traumatized because uh everyone that he knows died because they were all on the Utop- utopia utopia Planitia shipyards and it's just like the, it, everything they do just ends up being completely futile because the the uh, the synths end up destroying the whole shipyards and, and and like all their efforts just go to waste. And just like this is a depressing book, I don't feel like reading this anymore. Uh, so yeah, but they did mention that uh, Captain Picard, uh, his the thing that he uh, wanted to do was get Worf to be captain of the Enterprise. Um, okay. So. I don't know if they confirmed that that actually happened within that book but
0: okay.
1: E- even though he, I th- like Deep Space Nine set it up that he's like not going to be doing Starfleet things anymore but
3: mm-hmm.
1: who knows. Oh,
3: wow. On a lighter note, you know, what we all missed, right? We missed uh the Riker stretch on the
1: Enterprise D. Oh yeah,
0: he needs to go Yeah, his, he
1: needs to uh, put, put his, his feet up on, on the console him, yeah. uh or yeah, do his little uh his leg, leg over the the back thing. Uh, we did but get the Picard maneuver. Th- I did. didn't see
2: him do the Picard maneuver, but I did hear Major Barrett's voice. Oh my god! As the computer, and I loved that. I thought that was that's great. from
4: that's from chain the episode Chain of Command.
2: Is that what it was from?
4: Yeah. Nice. and and you can kind of hear that the two lines that she says are slightly different, and yeah. so they've taken. Which makes sense, yeah. and yeah, yeah. I think he used it to comic effect that they called Picard Captain, and yep, like
2: I thought so too. Yeah, uh, I'll take the so the field Picard, promotion.
4: the Picard maneuver happens when he sits down. He like tucks his shirt and he says, oh, nice. "Engage," which makes nice. it all. He also sounds most like the old Picard when he does that.
2: Yep, he does, because his voice of of all of the actors, and he granted he is the oldest of all of them. Mm-hmm. His voice has changed the most. All of the rest yeah. of them, their voices. Uh, Marina's is is quite a bit lower, but but the yeah. the rest of them, their voices, I mean, they their voices are pretty similar, but his is very different.
1: Yeah, it's like the the person who looks the most different is uh, Beverly Crusher, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, Picard has definitely uh, mm-hmm. changed a lot in the the voice side of things. On that note, seeing all of them together, this episode and the
3: one before, mm-hmm. and comparing them to how other TV stars and movie stars have aged. Over the last twenty, thirty years, mm-hmm. and not to shame some versus the others, this is a bunch of people that have aged well. Like mm-hmm. they all, oh for sure, uh, yeah. Like it, it was good to see all of them, um, um, and I guess we gotta be thankful for that.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that they're all. I mean, like I now I don't think I don't think anyone from the Voyager cast has died. But I was just thinking, Deep Space Nine has lost a few, and you know, yeah. so.
4: Also, none of them have become like giant douchebags online.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like Reg Barclay's
4: character
1: actor or Ichabbes actor. So we don't have
4: to like feel have mixed feelings about. that. Oh, I I
1: didn't realize about Ichabbes actor. But is that that why they like mutilated him uh, in Uh season one?
4: He has uh, said some questionable things questionable things. I mean,
1: his parents got him assimilated by the Borg on purpose. It doesn't surprise me that he'd have some problematic views.
2: <laughs> oh goodness. Uh
1: yeah, so uh, we uh we we get to have like lots of uh bits of uh fan service where we get to see the chair and uh how, how did we like the bridge? Did it that did, did it bring you back? It was yeah. great.
2: And th- my favorite part was the carpet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that
1: was a great joke, though. That I, was a I love that uh, Picard has, has tried to deliver a few jokes this this season, and the,
4: that one landed Dude, the best for me. S- Star Trek gave us the D, and we just took it. You know, I'm just saying.
2: my God, not. <laughs> Adam took me there an
4: hour
0: ago, and I can't leave, okay? It's his fault. No, it's, his it's, fault. it's
2: Adam.
3: I tried to take you there with Riker's stretch on the Enterprise D, but you didn't go there. You had respect. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What I really like though, like I didn't like I mean carpet not not for me, that's the controls. I just feel the controls are the best yeah. of any ship. Like they feel futuristic even though they were like set up in the late eighties, early nineties, Right. Like, thirty years on. Yeah.
1: And I, I like that they like they were able to update them so that like they look like they're functional now in a way that they didn't uh mm-hmm. uh because like they were just like neon lights underneath right. like painted panels and whatnot i'm sure some of these are just like painted panels still but it, it seemed like some of them at least have actual functionality since it like can turn on uh in different portions and stuff like that yeah which i, I just thought it, it that was really cool getting getting to see i part of me feels like i i like maybe it's kind of a waste though like why why did we make this bridge so that we can see it in an episode and a half and then there's no follow-on series to to have the D like
2: nostalgia. Sells. Yeah, I, I mean, I I,
1: <laughs> I I want, but but it's like if nostalgia sells, why like I what, what are they gonna? <laughs> I think that they needs said, to be used for something. They,
2: someone has it now. Like I can't remember, but they like I think it's been kept intact.
1: Okay, so, I don't so know we what didn't it's just like take the axe for, to but, it immediately. Yeah,
2: yeah, I know it's gonna be. Um, I got to be on that bridge at Star Trek: The Experience. It was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I mean
2: a reconstruction of it, but yeah, yeah it was pretty cool. So maybe poor, they'll poor do something with that. Star Trek: The, like the
1: Experience. I know that was oh. that was a lot of fun. It Was so awesome. Uh, well, so uh, anyone have anything else that we want to uh, cover for for this episode?
2: I thought of something that has nothing to do with the Enterprise D. Okay, But I just wanted to, there were two things that I noticed. I, I thought it was rather suspect that Picard hits his comm badge and says, everyone, let's meet at the maintenance level. That just seemed like anyone who had a comm badge would have heard that. So no wonder people started shooting. So he is directly responsible for Shaw's death. Um anyway, that just seemed like I was like, that <laughs> that just didn't seem smart. Um and No, then no, the, he was
4: just making up for what he missed at Wolf 359, right? Like,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um also something the a difference between Hanson, not Hansen, sorry, the line he says Hansen in the episode. Mm. The difference between Shaw and um Picard is that when Picard sees his crew assimilated, he thinks you should just kill them because you know, he's been yeah. a Borg before and there's nothing, you know, no coming back from that. Apparently, he th- even though he came back well, I th- from being a Borg. I think, it's, Borg, like, so I th- I think it's more
1: that like it's worse than death and you you would rather be killed than even go through the trauma of like coming back or whatnot. And
2: yeah, yeah says the one who came who had people who stayed by his side while he came back. Yeah. But Shaw says hansen like he says hansen stun only go go like he's trying to get Mm -hmm. hansen but he tell i'm pretty sure it's hansen or it's pretty sure i'm pretty sure it's shaw who says stun only Mm -hmm. because he doesn't want them to kill any of his crew um so even though his crew has been assimilated he hasn't given up on them and is still acting as though there is a way that they can be saved which is a characteristic we have seen of shaw from the beginning he really does care about his crew and wants his crew to get you know yeah. safely or whatever so anyway and, i wanted to mention and that. since
1: picard knows that they're not that they they aren't bridge crew and they're they're not named characters go ahead and just shoot him in the face uh <laughs> uh so yeah i why th- that, that's a great point why need we kill him why
2: did we kill shaw i know yeah, yeah. i, I can <clears throat> Agreed.
0: Agreed.
1: well with that, it sounds like we're ready to give our strange new takes. So, anyone want to uh, uh, give your take? Rating. Give your it, it's time for s- <laughs> strange new ratings. Any anyone want to give your your rating?
2: This is the smoothest episode. Put put we've your ever put your done. neck out
1: there for s- something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: I'll do it. Um oh man, this is so hard. I will give this episode an 8 out of 10 because holy crap, y'all. It, you just, the tears, the happiness on seeing the Enterprise D, on hearing Alice squeeze, mm. it overcame everything. I had some, like I said, I had some deep, deep issues with the, some of the middle of this episode, but you know what? Doesn't matter. Got the D. <laughs> and I wasn't I even kidding there. That wasn't even like a <laughs> the pun. That was like literally.
2: I don't yeah. know if I. Tr- I don't know if I believe you. Not. <laughs> no, <laughs>
4: Man. I'm like the boy, You're who, the boy cried- who
2: cried wolf. <laughs> exactly. Boy Who cried D? <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, I really enjoyed this episode. I'm gonna. I I, I think I'm gonna give it a 4.5 though, instead of giving it a full marks, um, because I'm I'm hoping that I can give those full marks next episode i'm really hoping that they that they hit the landing yeah and you know anyway i feel i feel hope because we are nine episodes in and i still feel like it's been pretty strong there's really only been yeah a couple of episodes that i was like "Eh." and it was mostly because they just followed such enormously strong episodes that they kind of couldn't help but pale in comparison yeah. in comparison you know that's kind of so none point. of the episodes have been clunkers or have been like bad you know i think mm-hmm. they've all been good episodes some have just been outstanding episodes so
1: yeah i i think uh i, I i'm in a similar headspace and I, I'm, I'm gonna give it a, a a nine which i guess is the equivalent score to, to you emily yep. and i i think it uh yeah it, it does come come down to the like the the whole uh starfleet is now borg uh type stuff is just like (laughs) uh but uh the i i i was really satisfied with the like how they did this uh subtle i mean maybe it's not subtle but like this for what felt for me the subtle reveal that uh that jack does like there is that connection to the Borg where he he's talking about that uh the crimson arboretum and sort of wishing that there was this this connection and like if only people could speak with one voice and yeah or like the all this stuff about perfection while they they shifted the the way that the lighting was set up i I thought that was all really well done and then uh uh obviously just like seeing the enterprise d and just like getting it like Having it with full uh, ability to sort of go all around it um, is great. Uh, what is happening to your house? i sorry. There's
2: like the apocalypse happening all of a sudden at my house. Sorry, I'm like trying to listen to you, but there is. I feel like really huge hail hitting my house right now. Like the sounds that are happening. I'm like, um, yeah, I'm not I can by hear a it window, over so on Zoom. I can, I can you hear it? Be, I know. Yeah, that's... I don't
1: know if it'll be in the recording. So, uh, dear so, listener, I if you hear is... that. It's so hopefully
2: works. i still have a roof by the time this is over i unplugged my computer from the wall okay sorry i was really trying to listen to you but this is really loud okay
1: yeah no i i i think that's that's about it so uh yeah i i know from from it'll, it would be hard i think for them to just like like shit the bed so much that this is just like such a bad finale that it just doesn't work yeah. I, I, especially knowing uh from the the preview for next episode we're gonna we're gonna see some some great shots of the enterprise d and that's nice. gonna make up yep. for hot garbage uh borg lines and like have it uh, turn out that uh saru saru's nephew screaming <laughs> Uh, is what uh, helps infect the Borg, so that even though it it causes the burn in the future, it goes backwards in time using anti time, uh, and uh, then destroys the Borg fleet. Now, like I, it, it'll still work.
0: Yeah.
4: I yeah no I I think I have the most faith that they will stick the landing of any recent Star Trek season that I can remember, uh, which has been serialized, and so I'm I'm confident it'll do well. Like I said, a little snake like snags in yes. this episode but like it's all good
1: well with that uh i think it's time for us to go into uh the end credits i almost said strange new ratings <laughs> <laughs> I have to miss every transition that's how we're gonna do this so uh I want to thank uh Rudy, who is no longer with us uh but uh is with us in spirit and not in a dead way uh I want to thank uh Emily and Notch for joining me uh today uh Thanks, Adam. F- to talk about Thanks, this Adam. and i want uh give a shout out to Bill uh sorry you weren't here to give us your perspective, but it was great talking to you last week. Hope to talk to you next week and uh yeah i want to thank you listeners for uh joining us each week and uh sort of experiencing this great show with us uh also want to give thanks to jishnu guha for our theme music and i want to give a special thanks to mike okuda seriously seeing the enterprise d bridge again was fabulous and the attention to detail that that team put into at like every single bit of something that was only gonna get like 20 minutes of screen time at the very very most uh, is incredible so uh, yeah that was great yep thanks everyone and bye. bye bye bye